0: It's time for the September 2nd, 2011 edition of Weekly Signals Weekly Review, an interpretive guide to current events broadcasting from the campus of the University of California at Irvine in the backyard of KUCI 88.9 FM. I'm Froggy Nathan Callahan. And I'm Mike Kaspar. And Mahler, is, you know, he's a good boy. He's a
1: very what, good boy. What's, uh...
0: Yeah, good boy. He's just running out back there.
1: Boy, he got. Yeah. He, I,
0: I'm glad he went away right he now. Got out, yeah, because you know i i do have I do have the little kitty here. You we know. don't. <laughs> you know, oh. We want we want the little kitty to be a good kitty.
1: Yes. So is is Mahler adjusting to little kitty? Th- oh, oh that is yeah. So well,
0: cute. you know, just yesterday I was mm. thinking about this. Remember last week? Oh yeah. 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 Remember last? <laughs> excuse me. Last week Mahler had that belching attack.
1: Yes, yes, and we thought
0: that he was picking up the uh, what are they called the P waves from the earthquake because mm-hmm. animals can do that, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and that's and, and and some animals who pick up those P waves have um, they get irritated, uh huh, and they belch and and, bel- and Mahler was belching last week. He was a lot. Yeah, a yeah, lot. It, it was, was, it was yeah. yeah, it was kind of funny it really. Was, yeah, I, was... I had a good time with it, but <laughs> I don't think Mahler did. Yeah. But then I realized what it was. He's not irritated. He wasn't picking up P waves. He was picking up kitty waves. Oh, well, there you go. Yeah. He knows that the cat's here. (laughs) So I brought the cat in. I want to introduce the two of them right now. Okay. Is that okay? Go ahead. Come on, let's go. Come, come on. on, come on, Mahler. Uh, oh, Mahler. Oh, jeez. Oh, no. <laughs> oh, no. Oh, jeez. Come on, Mahler. Oh, come on. Oh, my God. Come on. Come <laughs> on. Come on. <laughs> Just stand back, Mahler. Let me grab you here. Let me grab you. Oh,
1: Jesus. <laughs> Ow. Scratched you. Ow. Oh, my God. Oh. Ooh. Ooh. Jesus, oh. pull him apart, my. Pull okay, apart. Okay, come, come on, on. Come, come over on, here. Come here. Come, come on, here, Mahler. Come here. Come on, come come on, on talk, over come here, Mahler. Ah. Mahler. Oh, right. God. I
0: thought Mahler. this would go better. Bad dog. Yeah.
1: Bad dog.
0: I don't like that. <laughs>
1: <You> <laughs> well, you know know how, thanks so much for that. You know how I hate conflict? I yeah. just I, I just shy away from it. And I love Mahler, but yeah. th- that's just unacceptable. All right, I'll oh. go over there. Yeah, I hope he's. Maybe he's learned his lesson. I. I don't know. I. I don't. He didn't look like he learned much of a lesson. He.
0: Speaking of cats, Mike. Yeah. Bird flu. Yeah. Is making a comeback. Avian. Avian flu. Or, yeah. The United Nations is warning us. The birds are the flu of the birds. Mm-hmm. The deadly virus, which has been in decline since 2003. Mm-hmm. Wild bird migrations have brought it back. To. Previously, virus-free countries.
1: Y- y- you know, it's been in decline ever since I went to China. I went to China in two thousand three, and uh-huh. it's, and and it seems that it, ever since then, I I brought my own I brought my own uh, immune system to huh. the to the party.
0: Well, a mutant strain is now in Asia. Well, apparently, so yeah. i yeah, yeah. well, see. Maybe I brought that too.
1: I might have brought the mutant strain yeah. too. But uh, yeah. yeah, I did what I could. So it's kind of making a comeback, which yeah. is kind of serious because if people don't know, back around the time of World War One, about a few million people died from a, a from a bird flu that had uh, we, we were unable to stop. Yeah, people were. It's scary. It is kind of scary.
0: You want to talk about hurricanes?
1: Yeah, let's talk about hurricane. You want to talk about one specific hurricane, or there's a there's a number? Uh, there's a number. But, there's a number right well, now? I mean. There are more on the way well, there the was pipeline.
0: that what was it Irene Irene yeah.
1: yeah everybody
0: was doing the good night Irene thing yeah I was kind of I don't know yeah come
1: yeah. on Irene
0: they wanted Irene to go away I suppose
1: yeah yeah they did and it did cause a lot of damage yeah I mean there was kind of a sigh of relief that it didn't dump they were talking like ten feet of rain into New York City and
0: seven billion dollars seven billion in, da- in damages yeah mostly from flooding
1: yeah about 40 people or so perished yeah. in, the, yeah. in that few days that it was sitting off the coast, the east coast.
0: And then the, uh, I think the most damaging thing were the 15 heating oil trucks that uh, were I mean, pushed into the Ramapo River, spilling large amounts of fuel into the water. Oh, I did not hear about yeah, that. Yeah, yeah. An environmental disaster is floating down the river. Yeah. Wow.
1: No, I didn't know. Okay. Apparently,
0: Ron Paul questioned the need for a federal response to it. And Ye- it kind of shows you where yeah. where he's at as far as being president. Y- yeah. Say just tell the states to deal with it.
1: Yeah. His his thing is uh, since he's a, a vehemently anti federal government, his his response to almost everything is the federal government shouldn't be involved, and that includes FEMA, mm-hmm. which since the time of Katrina. Has actually turned around pretty effectively. I know that during the uh, Obama administration, they actually put in professionals who know what they're doing, and not people who used to judge Arabian horse shows. That hmm. would have been Brown, Mike Brown. Yeah. good job, Browning. Yeah, and so that yeah, so there, so things are actually going pretty well in terms of federal responses, but it is as I like to point out your um, your take on libertarians, which is uh, I've heard you say in the past, which is libertarianism. It's a good idea that they've gone crazy with. Yeah.
0: They just... It's like Freudian psychology. Yes. You know, there's some good points of Freudian psychology, yeah. but sometimes a cigar is just a cigar. Exactly. Yeah. You know, <laughs> exactly. and, and there's some sometimes you do need the government yeah. or or some sort of democratically elected body or, or yeah. overseer to to calm things down and to put things in perspective, and maybe to have some regulations so yeah. so the bastards don't take over. <laughs>
1: exactly, yeah. exactly right. So uh, so it the the it sounds by my the what I've read is that the federal government did respond properly. They took care of things, uh, and and the response was generally pretty good. I, I don't know mm-hmm. if you heard otherwise, but um, I haven't heard any complaints. Yeah, no, no, nor have I. Nothing. It's not like people are sitting in trailers with mold and and toxic chemicals in them or are stranded in the Astrodome or Superdome uh-huh. for a week at a time that would, a, be, that would be that, that would be katrina that would have been that would have been, yeah. that would have been and it also would have been barbara barbara bush saying those yeah. people have never been better off yeah, yeah the ones who were what stuck in, stuck was. in the yeah. superdome and the astrodome yeah. they've never been better off mm-hmm. so
0: why do why do we idolize or why do we why do we hold these people in such high esteem? We fetishize, you know?
1: fetishize them. Is that the right fetishize? way? Fetishize, fetish, yeah. We well, fetishate, fetishate them. Yeah, uh, and who who wouldn't enjoy that? Um to, to, to because the Because it's a culture. We we assume that because you're rich, you're smart.
0: I like the crap on her head. <laughs>
1: Okay. Yeah, that's one response. That would be one response, yeah. one manner of... <laughs> yeah. She's a
0: vile, fat pig. <laughs> she- and I'm sorry to say fat, but fat in, in, in ways that don't include body weight. Yeah. She's she, And piggish in ways that don't include uh, body weight. There you go. I, I agree. She, yeah. yeah. She's a, a horrible woman who's spoiled by her uh, standing in life yeah. and doesn't realize, you know, there but for the grace of God.
1: Yeah. Yep. The Maria Antoinette of American... Oh, you know she doesn't seat. even have that much going she doesn't, for her. She Doesn't have that much. So um, yeah, she's
0: older. She should know better.
1: Yeah, she should. I, I again, I think it's that sort of tone deaf sense when they say things. Yeah. I, they travel in circles where you would say that and would be, and you would be applauded. Yeah, you would be. You're absolutely what a what a sterling and and cogent observation you've made, Barbara. Yeah.
0: They never had
1: it so. good. They never had it so good. Yeah. Look at that. They are getting three squares in a cot. They've never had it so good. So yeah. Uh, uh, anyway, so there you go. That's that. Gaddafi uh, seems to be uh, teetering uh, the whole he's teetering? situation. Yeah. And is is I'm, he on a little play thing? He's teetering. Think? Apparently he and his sons are, are, are on a little table uh-huh. and they're on those chairs, they're just kind of on one leg. They're yeah. just kind of Mm-hmm. Kind of back and forth, hoping a seesaw? To, a seesaw sort of thing where they're holding on to each other as their chairs teeter towards falling over. It looks like uh, he is surrounded. The town of, and I'm going to get this wrong, Sirt, is where he is apparently holed up. It's the last stronghold of the Gaddafi uh, reign. Um, but he's of course going on Syrian radio, telling everybody that uh, you know. Um, victory is in ha- as at hand, and uh, it's what all great despots, you know, uh, Nazi poopheads say, uh, th- just like him, that uh, as, <laughs> as the tanks are surrounding the building, and his people are taking cyanide, he's uh-huh. telling everybody else, he, who will listen, that we're just one or two good shots away yeah. from taking this thing back. Uh, so so that's good news. Now, yeah. um, well,
0: his... It, um, Attacks by his forces on engineers deep in the Libyan desert caused the massive water shortage. Oh, my God. That has left the capital without running water for a week. Wow. His regime forces fired on repair crews a week (coughs) ago as they tried to restart pumps. Mm hmm So he's endearing himself to the population. The water from those aquifers that they were fired on feeds a vast water network that supplies the
1: capital. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Nice going, Mo. Nice going, and and just uh, it's speaking of people, you know, kind of a reflection of character. I don't know who this is uh, speaks more more about, but there's a new government. Mm. There's a new oh. document. Oh, want some beer nuts? I would love some beer nuts. You Here know, you I love beer nuts in, for breakfast. Mm. Mm. Um, newly discovered documents show a former Bush administration official by the name of David Walsh, David Welsh, pardon me, <clears throat> met with Gaddafi representatives as recently as last month. To advise him on winning the propaganda war with the United States and NATO, and huh. records show that this guy Welsh advised Gaddafi aides on uh, ways in which to basically win the hearts and minds mm. of the rest of the world.
0: Now, who is this Welsh guy? He was, this former, he was a former. He
1: uh, was a former United States State Department official by the name of David Welsh. But
0: do you remember when he was? serving in
1: <coughs> this was during the <coughs> excuse me during the George Bush administration. I would have guessed that, yeah. but I yeah.
0: I wanted to hear it. Yeah.
1: yeah. Yeah. That's that's where he was from. <laughs> so, uh, you know, never miss an opportunity for uh easy money and uh and uh and soulless, completely morally bankrupt uh, opportunist by the name of David Welsh.
0: You know that uh secret rendition flights we've been having oh i like this one yes yeah, yeah. oh yeah this is a good one yes yeah they're uh, well it's the Gulfstream four we're speaking about in particular yeah and there's a billing dispute in new york yes well apparently the rendition flight has come to light because of this billing yeah. dispute
1: i love the Gulfstream
0: four's itinerary as well as the Three hundred and forty thousand dollars price tag for the journey are among the details about shadowy CIA flights that have emerged in a small upstate New York courthouse in a billing dispute between contractors. The court documents offer a rare glimpse, a rare glimpse, of the costs and operations of the program. For all of the secrecy that once surrounded the CIA's rendition program, a significant part of its operation was entrusted to a very small aviation company. Whose previous experience involved flying sports teams? That's, that's nuts.
1: yeah, it's a Richmore Aviation. You, get,
0: uh, you got Arabian horse uh, yeah, judges and yeah. uh, sports team flyers working in uh, government secure yeah. Yeah. areas yeah. under the bush.
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. They mm. the, this company, Richmore, small operation, made six million dollars over a three-year period. Uh, and yes, yes, as you said, suing. Um, uh, the government, essentially, and DynCorp, I guess they're involved, somehow involved in the rendition of private, employed by the CA. DynCorp is real well known if you're familiar with kind of the private army stuff like yeah. like Blackwater or Z. DynCorp is another one of those kind of p- companies that yeah. does that work for yeah. for fun. Um.
0: Moller seemed to be in good spirits. I don't think he got too bruised up. No.
1: Yeah, yeah, but he's staying away. Yeah. You can hear that? He's he's not coming over here. I think he knows we're pretty pissed. I'm pretty pissed at him. for. Well, I'm
0: still bleeding. Oh, and you, yeah, yeah,
1: you've got that hand thing there.
0: The beer nuts seem to have uh, at least (laughs) distracted my...
1: The beer nuts. You Thoughts know what I've found, that if you throw beer nuts at uh, Ed Moore he, yeah. he likes that. Well, he eats them. Yeah, yeah well, he eats them. Yeah. Well, well, then it's fun because he has to run around and pick them up out of out the ground, and it's yeah. not easy to do. It gives him something to do. Yeah. Yeah, he, he's kind of fun that way. He mm-hmm. likes he likes to be distracted, I've noticed.
0: Mm. Um, the U.S. government wasted more than $30 billion on private contractors and grants in Iraq and Afghanistan over the past decade. That's more than 15% of the total spent. Yeah.
1: 30?
0: 30 billion. 30 billion. On private contractors.
1: On pri- private contractors. This is
0: according to a bipartisan group charged with examining the issue. The figure described as sobering but conservative. Yeah. So this is this is the lowball figure. I believe it is. On what we've wasted. Yeah. 30?
1: Yeah. Now, $30 billion. On
0: private contractors.
1: Private, just on private contractors. Yeah. They take into account... That, any that,
0: well, yeah, and remember remember the pallets of the money pallets pallets that of showed money, up. Yeah, yeah, a couple that's of billion dollars of the that.
1: pallets of that it took, like, like a C-5 or <laughs> that something to, to, to fly it over and, was nuts. and just unwrap it. Um, and that doesn't include the sheer waste of the whole darn operation. I mean, that's, yeah. that's $30 billion is, you know, uh, what were we spending a month in, well, we were, spe- we're in, in Afghanistan we're spending $300 million a day.
0: And, you know, sometimes we just talk about this stuff as if people... No. Yeah. But but literally, a pallets of money disappeared yeah. this from is, from the U.S. Pallets. This was pallets right right after, yeah. right after the war started. Right
1: after the war. they they loaded millions
0: up. and millions of dollars yeah. loaded onto pallets. Yeah. Pallets, those big, yeah. you know, by what by four foot square wooden yeah, uh, yeah. Doodahs that are used to usually contain. Uh, they're boxes of equipment, right? You know, and you, you wrap them up, and well, they had it stacked with bills. Yeah, and and we just shipped them over to Iraq, and yeah. they
1: disappeared. They disappeared. Uh-huh. Yeah,
0: and well, and this isn't made up. this no, isn't no. like some loony left wing theory. It's, I I wish it's I could been remember. documented. Yeah,
1: and, I wish I could remember the amount. I want to say mm. in my head it's like four or five billion dollars in just cash.
0: Yeah. It was something. Yeah.
1: Whoop. It was something crazy. I, I don't have it in front of me, but it, it, that just was on a pallet, sitting somewhere, and it went away. Um that not And this this is a whole other thing. Private contractors. God knows what they were. They, they're the ones. Who, um, you know, private contractors are responsible for building showers that electrocuted our soldiers, mm-hmm. was, um, among dozens of other examples of things that mm-hmm. were horribly wrong. And to this day, which most people don't know or didn't know at the time during the war. We had almost a one-to-one ratio of private contractors to U.S. military personnel in Iraq for a good portion of the war. So whatever we were spending out of U.S. taxpayer dollars for the military, we were spending a lot more because private contractors got a lot more money because they all get cost-plus contracts. Yeah, yeah. So whatever it costs you, mm-hmm. doesn't matter what it costs you, you'll get another 5%, 10 15% on top of that just because.
0: That's why libertarians are so smart. Yeah. Because that would be the kind of yeah. – kind of, Government, they want, you know, yeah, the, the uh, yeah, yeah, absolutely. Cost plus,
1: yeah, 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 yeah. Oh wow. I know. Speak. I'm just gonna go back to Irene real quick. Ah, uh, nah, never mind. Right. It's about the insurance companies are saying that this is one of the costliest insurance or disasters in U.S. history. Which one? Um, Irene, Hurricane yeah. Irene. You gonna go back? Uh, I don't. know, doesn't work now because we'll find out later that they don't want to spend any money on the people that got injured and hurt. So you don't want to talk about this. Oh, they're just saying that they probably will be. Well, it's it's like saying the sun's going to come up tomorrow. Yeah, probably they won't. People who were affected by Irene who thought they had the coverage will probably, because most people- Will pe- probably what? Will not get, their, mo- get okay. their money. But on the other side of it is most people are not insured for flood. Unless you're in a floodplain, unless you're forced to do it by the federal government, mm-hmm. there's a program. If you're in a floodplain, you have to buy federally insured flood insurance. Uh, unless you are, you don't most people i don't know what the percentage but a very high percentage of people don't have flood insurance yeah. so so i'm so that's the other side of it you know you're mm. not you're not most people don't have it
0: so. yeah a chinese tycoon is trying to buy a huge tract of land in iceland for a $100 million ecotourism project that will include a golf course Huang nubo Wang Nubo, yeah. a real estate investor and former government official, has sealed a provisional deal to acquire 300 square kilometers of Icelandic territory. Iceland, op- of course, occupies a strategically important location between Europe and North America. Yeah. And it's a potential hub for Asian cargo should climate change open Arctic shippings. Yeah, so uh, there's
1: a man who's thinking ahead.
0: Yeah, that's what I say. This is
1: it's, so. This is I, this is something that is more and more going to be. We're going to be hearing <laughs> about the the, Ru- the Russians are laying claim to parts of the uh, Arctic uh, <clears throat> Sea or the Arctic Mass. There's going to be disputes over that, and the the uh, the North Passage through around the, through Canada, the top above Canada and around mm-hmm. that passage has been open more than it's ever been. Yeah. There's still a lot of inconsistency, so it's not considered a reliable trade route. But at right. the same time, you can see the arc of this story, which mm-hmm. is that it will eventually become so. And they're going to, you're going to see people investing in Iceland as the new, mm-hmm. as the new Southern California. I don't know as mm-hmm. what, but it'll it'll be uh...
0: golfing in Iceland. <laughs> oh man! Well, Iceland has. Better weather than Greenland. You know that story, right? Okay. Yeah. No, I didn't know that. Okay. Oh, yeah. That was, it, was a, it was a real estate hoax.
1: Oh, was it? Okay. Yeah.
0: <laughs> you call it Iceland, nobody comes to visit it. Yes. You call it Greenland, everybody goes. Everybody yeah. thinks it'll well, be." Yeah, you know, but it's much... actually the opposite. Okay. You know? Iceland's not too bad.
1: And they, and they have impish rock singers mm. in, uh, in, yeah. uh, in Iceland, and they don't have that in Greenland.
0: And brooding rock stars, and brooding okay.
1: rock stars. Yeah, yeah, they're brooding.
0: Yep. Difficult. Speaking of Chinese stuff. Okay. You hear about this Dodger deal, right? No. You haven't heard of it? No, I have not. Yeah. um, Frank McCourt has received a $1.2 billion offer for for the Dodgers from L.A. businessman Bill Burke with some unspecified share of that $1.2 billion. From certain state-owned investment institutions of the People's Republic of China. Get out of here. No, no. So, in other words, uh, oh my God. Yeah, yeah. You have a um, a government-owned bank that wants to invest in the Dodgers. Now, now, you know, we know all know about China and the type of government it is. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I would say it's fairly repressive. I
1: would say that's a good good way to put yeah. it. Are you kidding? Mm-mm. Wow. So okay. So uh-huh. Dodger Blue would be Dodger Red. Well,
0: I, I don't think it's going to go like that. There's a think red. couple ways to look at this. Yeah,
1: they have uh, a lot of cash, by the way. The uh-huh. Chinese this Chinese bank, I'm sure, has tons of liquid assets.
0: Well, you're talking about an authoritarian government that jails its citizens for organizing union, unions or worshiping the wrong gods. And it also depresses the uh, the currency, its currency, to decimate what remains of American manufacturing. Oh come that's on, that's what that's that what China just, does. Yeah. So one of their banks wants to invest in an institution like the Dodgers. Now, now you say, well, you're just nitpicking. That can't be, Nathan. Yeah, yeah that can't be. And I think you're right. I don't think it can be. I think this is just one more scheme of that bastard Frank McCourt. That. Yeah. It's a setup. Look how much I've been offered for the Dodgers—one point two billion. Yeah. Anybody want to offer me more? Yeah. Otherwise, I'll sell it to some red Chinese.
1: Yeah.
0: I think that's okay. that's the only thing that's going on I, here. I hope you're right. I yeah. mean, I don't know.
1: I, I can't, there would the chances of Major League Baseball approving ownership by the, the, the blowback. That's well, not that would all be,
0: by the Chinese, but there's yeah, a significant, s- a significant portion, portion of the money. Yeah.
1: Wow. You know, I just I think the thing about McCord. That I just I really appreciate is it's a window into the world of people with a lot of money who feel like the rules really don't apply to them. He came in, bought the dog. He leveraged all. He of He doesn't this. have a lot of money. That's his he, thing. He's he leveraged it all yeah. off of real estate deals that really weren't all that. All of that. He came in. To me, it's
0: the MBA syndrome of the 1980s. It's the blowback from uh, Ronald Reagan. You know, it's it's those people who's only thought in any sort of investment is bottom line
1: yeah what can I get out of this yeah.
0: what can I take? how can I divvy this up right. to secure my future and screw everyone else right
1: and the smart smartest thing and i put that in quotations is that he sliced up the dodgers which apparently is very common now with sports franchises you slice up the, the who owns the stadium so the stadium is leased back to you you slice up the all kind of parking everything about the organization is sliced up and, and put in these kind of shell companies yeah. and you're at the end of it all you're at the bottom of that trough yeah, waiting for all the money to kind of trickle down to you, but you've got your hand in everything, and so if somebody comes in like Major League Baseball and wants to buy the Dodgers and get them out of your ownership, get you out from under the ownership, uh, it's impossible to yeah. do because you'll always he owns Dodger Stadium. Now if somebody comes in and wants to m- buy the Dodgers. Where are they going to play unless they he Frank McCourt ends up benefiting from his horrific management? Right? His management is so, so terrible. Major League well, Baseball. Well, he's
0: divided the-, the rental of the stadium, right. the rental of the parking lot, right. and the concessions and the away con- from the team itself. Yeah. So if somebody buys the team, they don't necessarily make a deal to buy any of the other stuff. They right. still owe him all the money. That's yeah. right.
1: And so a new ownership coming in, a new renewed sense of enthusiasm for the team, and all of that stuff, he will benefit from his horrific management because there will yeah. be more attendance and he will be the one who makes out. Yeah. And continues to say, it's just awful. It's just a horrible thing to contemplate, which I love. Bring Dodger. me the head
0: of yeah. Frank McCourt. My gosh. Yeah.
1: Did I tell you about how Jamie McCourt hit on me? Wow. Uh, yeah. That's it, That was something. It really yeah. was. Yeah. So.
0: Did you see her? Yeah. Oh, yeah, that's right. You were there at Dodgers yeah, Stadium. her say anything? yeah. She hit on you? Yeah. Oh, yeah. What'd she say?
1: She just said, I like the cut of your jib. I don't know what that meant. She didn't say she
0: liked the cut of your jib. No. Did she say anything? No, she didn't say You anything. didn't even meet her. I'm
1: just lying. Uh, I right my now. teeth again. Darn it! Uh, revealed as the Solyndra, liar. Yes, a
0: solar energy firm touted by U.S. President Barack Obama as a poster child for the clean energy economy filed for bankruptcy, saying it was immediately suspending operations and laying off 1,100 workers. The company, <coughs> excuse me, Froggy Nathan. The yeah. company also makes a thin film solar modules, received over 1 billion dollars in venture capital and 535 million dollars in federal loan guarantees, but said it was unable to compete with large-scale Chinese manufacturers who are able to produce cheaper solar panels.
1: At some point our, you know, the godless federal government needs to step in. Needs yeah. to subsidize like they subsidize oil, like they've been subsidizing c- corn and every other obnoxious industry. Uh, well,
0: and put some uh, restrictions on the import of yeah, Chinese goods. Yeah. Some, some sort of. Uh, well, this is the future of taxation. our economy. This is the yeah.
1: future of of America. Is the ability to manufacture, produce, design, innovate in the in this green technology mm. that everyone's always either talking that
0: about. or we're just going to drive down. The, the what the factory worker makes here. Well, that's I think to compete with the Chinese.
1: I think that's where we're going to meet. We're going to meet somewhere in the middle. Yeah. The the problem the Chinese are increasingly having is when the world's go- economies start to slump, mm-hmm. start to decline, they have to have somewhere to sell their stuff in order yeah. to maintain this this uh, level of capital. And their their people can't afford the products that they make yeah. and now, so they have to raise wages for these people. And somewhere in the middle is where we'll end up, or maybe not. Maybe we'll always be getting um, the the Chinese will always be getting less. I don't know, but it's some it's something's got to give in this invisible hand of the marketplace. Yeah. So, um, speaking of big deals, uh, oil giant Exxon Mobil has reached a deal to tap the Arctic. In exchange for a Russian state-owned oil company, Wow, uh, Rosneft, which is this has been a, a back and forth. At one point, BP made a play for Rosneft uh, way back a few I mean a few years ago. Uh, Rosneft on the, they are using a the controversial drilling practice known as hydraulic fracturing or fracking. The deal centers around a 3.2 billion dollar exploration of of the Kara Sea on the in the Arctic Ocean and the Black Sea. So uh this is a big deal. Um it is uh under the deal Exxon will use its 41 billion dollars uh 41 do- I'm sorry. It will use its 41 billion dollar purchase of a Fort Worth based um, drilling company called XTO as the uh as the kind of the the tip of the spear on this. They're going to they're, <coughs> they're going to use them to, as part of the frac fracking of the, uh, the, of, the of the oil of in the Arctic, yeah, the fracking. So fracking goes international.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: So are you? Um, may I ask? Are you, is this the the uh, you have a flaring? You're flaring up, in the uh,
0: no, I'm just at the tail end of a okay. of a uh, okay about about okay about of uh, feverish cold.
1: You didn't have the avian flu by any chance. Not have, that I know. Not of. you know. Okay.
0: A U.S. lease to operate military aircraft from <coughs> Kurdistan, Kyrgyz, Manas, Manas, mm-hmm. Manas, Manas Air Base. Mm-hmm. You know that? Yeah. Kurdistan, Manas Air Base. Huh? Will expire. The lease will expire in 2013, and uh, Bishkek, which is, I believe, the uh, capital there, huh? they won't renew.
1: We've been through this before. Yeah,
0: yeah. They're saying they're not going to uh, renew this. There shouldn't be any kind of military base there. And uh, Kyrgyzstan receives some $150 million in U.S. assistance annually, about okay. half of which goes to the airport operations. So I think they're looking for a little bit more.
1: I think what they're saying is, can you put another zero on the end of that? Yeah. Because then, then we'll be okay with it. Yeah. Just put another zero. What's that going to hurt? Come another on. Zero. That stuff falls off pallets. You guys don't care. Another zero. So I think we'll work something out. Either that or some of the <laughs> higher level people will start disappearing. In- mm mm-hmm. Kurdistan. Um, They're, uh, yeah. Um.
0: Federal agents raided two Gibson guitar factories in Tennessee in search of illegal wood. Okay. Gibson guitars. The Gibson raids are focused on the company's alleged dealings with the illegal harvest logging and pillaging of precious woods, rosemary and ebony trees from Madagascar to produce their guitars.
1: Wow. Um, Okay. Yep. In God. One more
0: reason not to like Paul McCartney.
1: Is he a okay? <laughs> uh, we just jumped over the whole God thing in and in and Irene Hurricane Irene. We we seem to God? Losing, yeah, the whole God.
0: Part. Oh, the the Bachman thing. Yeah. Yeah. That,
1: Michelle Bachman coming is coming under criticism. She's for, nutty. For well, of course she's nutty, uh, for her comments on uh, Irene. And I don't know how much God has not to now. do. To get the attention of the politicians. Well, did
0: you see that, though? That was a joke.
1: I did see there was a joke, but, you know, it's okay. It would be okay if she was David Letterman. It, I would get that it was a joke, but I still think there's a little bit of dog whistle in this. I, yes, it's a joke. I, yeah. I, I it was a th- joke. I got that. But at the same time, it reinforces so much of the serious stuff that she says about yeah. God and government and all the rest of it. They, they thought it was funny. Uh-huh. the the people yeah, yeah, yeah. that she was dog-whistling on it. I just, just still think it still There's sounds too much. There's a bit of truth in there yeah, so, what you're thinking, yeah, that she, yeah.
0: she kind of believes this.
1: Well, she kind of does, and yeah. they all kind of believe it, and they all nod and wink at one another. Yeah. And this, and Pat, We couldn't forget Pat Robertson here. We can't leave him out. it. Seems yeah, that's to, the
0: deal. Yeah. The deal is that there are people who I assume that she would back, Pat Robertson. Oh,
1: for sure, yeah.
0: that That... that really believe this and it's not a joke to them so no no ex- i guess that's the joke
1: he, the joke is that you, when you in pat robertson when he says this stuff he has that goofy sort of psychotic smile on his face while yeah. he's saying it you know he's looking staring into the camera saying you're all gonna die with this stupid look on his face yeah. uh, it seems to me that the the washington monu- oh, monument is a symbol of america's power and it has been a symbol of a great nation. And then he goes on to say, basically, we're all going to die because we're godless, hom- homosexual, leftists, or something. And so uh, it, it's, uh, yeah, it's a, it's a sign from the Lord, and that is uh-huh. that has, has some significance. The, he was talking about the earthquake as much as he was about the hurricane. Mm-hmm. It was the earthquake that got his, got him going. So oh,
0: she gave this little speech um, a couple days ago that was so rife, is the word I guess. Okay. With uh, Historical inaccuracies. <laughs> that it was just awe-inspiring. Yeah. Just just to listen to it. How how the British attacked us in yeah. the War of 1812. Yeah. Uh, I mean, I, I can't even name all the... All if the you stuff. went down yeah. the list, yeah. uh, it, it was incredible. Almost every sentence was historically inaccurate. Yeah. Uh, but it I, plays I, into a narrative. Yeah, it plays into... This yeah.
1: narrative of God came to America because, you know, he... I don't. know. God came to America. Yeah. What's hmm. that's the whole? Isn't that the whole Mormon thing? That it wasn't good enough that Jesus was in Israel and he taught and he was this great guy and all this other. He, he had to come to America uh-huh. just somehow, some way, and he had to tell whoever it was, Joseph Smith or yeah. Brigham Young, to, to. I just, I just the whole, all of it's so crazy. I can't even. It just makes that me. This nuts. is God's country. It's, yeah, that's the whole point. He uh-huh. didn't. He couldn't just be there. Teaching and preaching and doing the right thing. He had to come here. Yeah, we, otherwise, we wanted our little Cheryl really, God. Yeah, I mean, yeah. All of these people are, are just, I, I don't know why we I mean, pay attention to them, but we do.
0: It is a frightening story. Shocking new details of U.S. medical experiments done in Guatemala oh, yes. in the 1940s, including a decision to reinfect a dying woman in a syphilis study, have been disclosed by a presidential panel. The Guatemalan experiment experiments are already considered one of the darker episodes of medical history in in the US but panel members say the new information indicates that researchers were unusually unethical even when placed into the historical context of a different era yeah in other words yeah. you know they might have been in the medieval ages well they, yeah, yeah. the researchers apparently <laughs> <coughs> apparently were trying to see if penicillin then relatively new could prevent infections in the thirteen hundred people exposed to syphilis, gonorrhea, and uh, or kankroid. I guess is what it is. Those infected included soldiers, prostitutes, prisoners, and mentally mental ill patients with syphilis. The research came up with no useful medical information. It was hidden for decades. And uh, what was the what was
1: the year on that? Did you say nineteen forty? Yeah.
0: In the nineteen forties. Okay. Yeah. All right. I mean they they were literally taking people who were suffering and in, injecting them with syphilis. Right. And then seeing what would happen.
1: Right. Yeah. Now this is similar to the experiments that were done on the Skigege Skakege yeah. airmen. Yeah. Yep. Um so it's it is there are echoes um of that. Uh speaking of uh, stuff like it's sort of like that. Um, a federal uh, a federal judge has blocked a key provision of a law that would have required women seeking an abortion to view a sonogram and listen to the heartbeat of the fetus. In the ruling, um, what? Yeah, you what's know, going on? I'm sorry. This that. is in. Um, I want to say this is in Texas. Yeah. This is a uh, Rick Perry country. Uh huh. There was a law that said if you wanted to have an abortion, you, by law, the doctor had you view a sonogram mm-hmm. and listen to the heartbeat of the fetus before yeah. going forward with the abortion. Mm-hmm. Uh, this U.S. District Judge Sam Sparks said the act uh, compels uh, physicians to advance an ideological agenda with which they may not agree regardless of any medical necessity irrespective of whether a pregnant woman wished to listen. He so he blocked this, which is good news. He said, "This is just we're not, this is we will not stand for this law." Um, so there are some judges. Uh, probably, I <laughs> wouldn't be surprised. Some Reagan appointee who's finally had enough. But I don't know. I don't know that to be true. Uh, also, in Kansas, a, a federal judge ordered the U.S. the ordered Kansas to resume payments to the local chapter of Planned Parenthood on the same terms uh, before it was stripped of its funding. Uh, Kansas had sought to pay. Sought to pay Planned Parenthood monthly instead of quarterly. Um, they warned Planned Parenthood said that this new funding system would have bankrupted them. So uh, they're going to get they're they're going to get their funding. They've been trying to defund Planned Parenthood's all over the country. Yeah. Even though only two to three percent of their their uh, services have to do with abortion. So <sighs>
0: the last decade has seen fewer war deaths than any decade in the past 100 years. Really? Worldwide deaths caused directly by war-related violence in the new century have averaged about 55,000 per year, just over half of what they were in the 1990s, 100,000 a year, a third of what they were during the Cold War, that would be 180,000, wow. and a hundredth of what they were in World War II. If you factor in the growing global population, which is nearly quadrupled in the last century, the decrease is even sharper. Mm-hmm. This isn't a, a per capita thing. We're just talking about... Raw numbers. Bodies, yeah. yeah. Far from being in an age of killer anarchy, the 20 years since the Cold War ended have been an era of rapid progress toward peace. Okay. Yeah? So there.
1: I think that's, uh, well, let me talk about the re- reasons, but uh, maybe for another show. But uh, The reasons? Yeah. I think there's some good reasons why that's the case. Because I've been on good behavior. You have you mm-hmm. have been. You haven't been um a, a uh, in federal government for the last 20 years. Because I remember that whole stint with you and uh, and uh, well, I'm a hot-headed
0: leader. You are a bit hot-headed. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I mean
1: I I think if you're if you're happy, you're a benevolent dictator, yeah, you're a benevolent, I'm, yeah. benevolent uh, benefact- not benefactor. Is that the right word? No. So uh, yeah. Uh-huh. Yeah. So but or, otherwise uh, when I'm bad I'm horrid. <laughs> Ross, Nathan Callahan, will mm-hmm. you? Okay. Mm-hmm. Well, what do you got? So it, we just about kicked this big. And finally, you want to go, go to you, my end finally? It's yeah, let's quickie. go to your end finally. Well, one last thing. One last thing. Uh, more arrests uh, related to the Keystone XL pipeline. Uh-huh. Um, uh, the last, uh, this uh, as of uh, this week, civil disobedience continues outside the White House uh, in regard to this uh, Keystone XL pipeline that would carry tar sand oil from the, uh, from Canada to the Gulf Coast refineries um, uh, the last one who was arrested the big name that was arrested this week was a guy named James Hansen he's the nation's, one of the nation's leading climate scientists, he was arrested along with 60 other people including Daryl Hannah by the way hmm. and he is the one who's been basically saying that this is a, a game changer, this is a deal breaker we go forward with this, the amount of co 2s released into the atmosphere will be catastrophic catastrophic he's saying catastrophic that means that means not good
0: that means we're going to die that
1: means yeah so that
0: kind of a stuff. game what game is he speaking of that's going to be changed <laughs>
1: the, the 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 game of breathing yeah. good air and and the, and the, the whole <clears throat> whole climate system not rising up and destroying yeah. us that whole thing
0: and finally, yeah an Iowa woman was fined for a towel assault on a salon worker after being denied a bikini wax because she was intoxicated. (laughs) (laughs)